There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Look, I'm the most artsy-fartsy, eccentric person you'll ever meet. We're back. Welcome back to Country Heat Weekly. That was Chris Jansen. I'm Kelly Sutton, and we are so happy to be back in the Amazon studios talking to all of you about country music. And I'm Amber Anderson. We have so much to catch up on. I don't even know where to start. You've been everywhere. So have you. I mean, did I see you were at the beach? (laughs) Yes. I went home to Fort Walton Beach, Florida, over our break. Just a quick little trip. And... Mm -hmm. I also went to see Jordan Davis in Atlanta. And how was that? (laughs) It was amazing, of course. Of course. Everyone that knows me knows that Jordan Davis is one of my absolute favorites. I just had to see this tour. I had to get to this tour. Ashley Cook and Tennille Arts opened. Okay. And it was at this beautiful, I think it's brand new. The area looks brand new, but the venue is called The Eastern in Atlanta. So shout out to The Eastern. It was a wonderful venue. I have to get back there to see another show. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so I covered the East and you headed West. Wine Country. This was Wine Country. It was live in the Vineyard Goes Country. I got to emcee all of the main events. It was a three-day festival, which basically means I would introduce people on stage. They would sing country music while I drank wine. It's a dream job. I'm not going to lie. And then we got to hop around from vineyard to vineyard, sipping wine, taking pictures, talking to country people, listening to amazing music. It was the dream. With your microphone on, I hope. Of course. You know I had my microphone on. In fact, a little bit later on, I'm going to share part of my chat with Haley Witters, who got some very exciting news about a song on the Country Heat playlist just minutes before our interview got started. So we're going to talk about that coming up in our Heat Index, which is where we dig into some of the songs on Amazon Music's flagship country playlist. Our bestie Breland was out there too. Yes, he was. I know you talked to him. So who else? Lee Bryce was there. Joe Nichols was there. Morgan Evans. Jesse James Decker. Mitchell Tenpenny. Hannah Ellis. And Ashley Cook. I mean, it was amazing to see everybody. You had some good company. I really did. Okay, so we have a lot to get to on our show today, including welcoming Chris Jansen to the Center Stage Spotlight. He has a new album called All In that we're going to dig into. And it includes a duet with Eric Church. The video for this song is creepy. 
but I can't wait to talk to him about it. We also have to talk about the Country Music Hall of Fame induction ceremony last Sunday. I know you were there, Kelly. I need to know all about it. I was there. I will give you a full report. You weren't there because you actually had a sporting event that was huge you needed to go to. Guilty as charged. While Kelly was at the Hall of Fame last Sunday, I was at the opening of Geodis Park, our brand new soccer stadium here in Nashville, and home to our MLS team, Nashville SC. We actually got season tickets. Nice. So this was like a big day. Mm-hmm. It was a big day. And oh my gosh, it was incredible. The stadium is unbelievable. It's beautiful. The energy in that place, it was it was top notch. So congrats, Nashville SC, on a great opening. It was great. Kelly and Amber's excellent adventures have been full speed ahead the last couple of weeks. Now, hopefully you're following us on Instagram because then you were right there with us along for the ride. You can find me at the Kelly Sutton. And I'm, hey, it's Amber A. So let's get to it. We're headed to the kitchen table where we will all gather around and offer all of our commentary on what's cooking in country music. Okay, Kelly, do you want to start with the Country Music Hall of Fame inductions? You know what? I think maybe we should end with that because it was kind of a heavy night and there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was really heavy. Okay. So let's start with Eric Church releasing a box set. That's happy news. So in 2021, Eric released three separate albums, Heart and... Soul. And you'll remember the middle project, And, was only available to fan club members. That's right. The church choir got it. So, this new collection is the first time the general public can actually buy the album, And, which is also going to finally be available separately on CD as well as digital. Yay! Yay! So we will get to listen to the whole project start to finish on Amazon Music. Ah, I can't wait for that. Okay, in other news, Luke Combs announced the Middle of Somewhere tour, which will get underway this fall. Now, he's going to be playing back-to-back nights in each city. Jordan Davis is direct support for all shows, and the opening slot will either be Lainey Wilson or Amazon Music artist to watch Morgan Wade. Unfortunately, the timing of that announcement did not work out for the best for us. Yeah. We probably shouldn't tell you all this, but we have an interview with Luke in the can (laughs) that we actually taped during the break before the tour was announced. But we did have a great conversation all about his new album, Growing Up. Which we have listened to and are already obsessed with. Now, it doesn't come out until the end of June, but Luke is going to take several weeks off for paternity leave when his son is born. So, he's doing all of the press for the album now. Baby Boy Combs is due any day. I joke about it a lot of time. Like, I can't wait to force my son to, like, like a sport that he doesn't really like, you know? I just can't wait for that for some reason. Hopefully, he just does like it. I selfishly want my son to play football because I love football. I don't think my wife's as hot on that idea, you know? But it's like Friday night lights kind of deal, you know, like like overbearing booster dad. Like that sounds awesome, right? One other quick story before we cover the Hall of Fame inductions. As we mentioned earlier, I got to see Amazon Music's breakthrough artist Breland out in Napa. Now, I hopped into his dressing room and grabbed a quick interview and I asked him how he celebrated Beers on Me, his collaboration with Dirks and Hardy, going all the way to number one. I went out to London with my sister and kicked it in Europe for the week, which was uh, which was great. Where'd you go? Uh, we did a lot of touristy stuff. She's seven months pregnant right now, so it was kind of like a baby moon. I kind of gave her a baby moon and also like a number one celebration at the same time. Way to get the exclusive, Kelly. <laughs> I haven't heard that anywhere else. So how did the Napa crowd like 
our bestie Breland. I wish you could have seen it. I mean, he had the crowd on their feet, hooting and hollering along with him. They loved him. Of course they did. <laughs> of course they loved him. And he had to do Beers on Me, of course, and Praise the Lord. He even pulled out a brand new song he played for them, which was a bold move. Amber, I was not for it. I was like, no, no, what are you doing? Don't play something they don't know. They're loving you. But he had them eating right out of the palm of his hand. I am not surprised in the least. He was great. I'm not surprised at all. He's great. He's wonderful. And everybody's getting to see it. Yes. It's so great. And I have to say, that was the show that Walker Hayes appeared as a hologram, correct? (laughs) Yes! We thought they were going to do like some kind of disappearing act. They rolled this magician's box out on stage and boom, Walker Hayes appears as a 3D hologram. (laughs) He did fancy like and AA via some sort of technology wizardry and it made it look like he was right there. It was crazy. I know you sent me a video of it and it looked really awesome. It looked really cool. But He couldn't be there because he had to be here in Nashville prepping for the show he did on Friday night, headlining the Ryman. And you were there, right? I was. It was a sold-out show. And oh my gosh, what a night it was. I was emotional hearing everyone in that room sing every song. I mean, he went back into the archives for some of these and uh, Dollar Store. I was thinking of you. You know that's my jam. I was thinking of you. I mean, everyone was singing every word and then he did AA and I feel like that was like the moment. Really? Yeah. And everyone in the entire place was singing along. So I know that meant so much to Walker. Being on that stage, being in that room, it was it was a night to remember for sure. Oh, I hate that I missed it. Okay, so let's talk about the Country Music Hall of Fame inductions that took place on Sunday night. Now, this year's class included session players, drummer Eddie Bears, pedal steel player Pete Drake, Ray Charles, and the Judds. So we knew this was happening. We had done a rediscover segment on the Judds music in episode seven of Country Heat Weekly and another rediscover celebrating Ray's contributions to country music in episode nine. But just one day before this induction ceremony, Naomi Judd passed away. And at the request of the family, the ceremony went on as scheduled. So what was the mood like in the Hall of Fame? I mean, it was very somber. I think people didn't really quite know how to feel. Usually, it's a big celebratory event. This is the biggest honor an artist can get in country music, to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. But everyone was still processing Naomi's death. I mean, it happened 24 hours before. And all eyes were on Winona and Ashley. They were there. It was just a lot to take in. Of course, everyone speaking during their inductions offered their condolences or they were telling a story about Naomi. So it really kind of overshadowed the entire night. Yeah, understandably so. And, you know, the thing is, it's such a huge production. I can understand where the rest of the Judd family didn't want what happened to them to cancel everyone else's happiness. Sure, sure. So sure. they wanted it to go forward. It's huge that they showed up. It really was. I, that's that's just incredible. Okay, so let's talk about the performances. Right. It was quite the who's who of performers. So the way that it works for every person that's being inducted into the Hall of Fame, there are other people that come out and perform on behalf of that person. Okay. Either a song that they played on, like Pete Drake and our friend Eddie Bears, or if it was a song that they had done and made them famous, as the case was for Ray Charles and for the Judds. So Vince Gill and Trisha Yearwood, 
got to sing their own hits that the musicians had performed on. Very cool. Vince looked great. Hadn't seen him in a while. He is in Eagles shape because, you yeah. know, he's torn with the Eagles. He is. Carly Pierce came out and absolutely slayed Grandpa for the Judds. I wondered if she would perform. Yeah. Because she's got such a strong Kentucky connection to the Judds. And I know they're a huge inspiration for her. I love the Judds. Why Not Me was one of my absolute favorite songs of all time. And in light of what happened, I certainly didn't think that the ceremony would go on. But I think that's such a testament to the strength of the Judds' daughters, Ashley and Winona, just that they wanted to keep it going. And I got a call that Winona had a special request for someone to sing Grandpa. And she didn't know that I was going to be there. And I had to change my song at the last second. And it truly was, I think, the most nervous I've ever been in my career. And then Garth was there too, right? Garth was there. He did Seven Spanish Angels for Ray Charles. I mean, I have to admit, I was a little bummed that Willie Nelson didn't make it. I do think he's coming into town later this week. Oh, but let me tell you, the performance that rocked the house was War and Treaty doing You Don't Own Me from Ray's Modern Sounds and Country and Western Music. They were incredible. They're amazing. Yes. If you don't know who they are, go check them out. War and Treaty is amazing. So... I assume Winona did not perform. She did not. Ashley went up on stage with her to accept the medallions, and then Ashley took the podium first. My mama loved you so much, and she appreciated your love for her. And I'm sorry that she couldn't hang on until today. And then Y spoke very briefly. I didn't prepare anything tonight because I knew mom would probably talk the most. I'm going to make this fast because my heart's broken. And... I feel so blessed, and it's a very strange dynamic to be this broken and this blessed. She closed out by reciting the 23rd Psalm, which Ashley and many of the audience members joined in on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Well, I know any event at the Hall of Fame closes with, will the circle be unbroken? And that had to take on a whole new meaning. It really did. Marty Stewart came out. He sang it. And it was a great reminder that the music all of these country music greats make— lives on. Mm -hmm. Long after the performers are gone, the music lives on. And Marty said the coolest thing. He said, this is like our living room. Mm -hmm. This is where we love on each other. This is where we mourn together. This is where we celebrate together. Then we all sang, will the circle be unbroken? So it was an incredible night. Congratulations to everyone who was inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. And of course, all of our best to the family, friends, and fans of the Judds. It's time now for our Heat Index, which spotlights songs on Amazon Music's flagship country playlist, Country Heat. Now, Kelly, you got to hear several songs on the playlist performed live last week at Live in the Vineyard. I did. And because I was emceeing the event, I got to introduce all the artists, chat with them backstage, find out what they were up to. It was pretty awesome. Okay, so drop some names. Who impressed you? Okay, Tyler Braden was phenomenal. Okay. Incredible artist to see live. His song, Try Losing One, is on the playlist. He was on the main stage at the theater during Live in the Vineyard. 
and everyone went nuts. He had a standing ovation. Really? Oh, it was incredible. And by the way, congratulations, Tyler Braden. He just got married. He was actually on his honeymoon oh my gosh. in Napa. <laughs> I mean, there are worse places to honeymoon. Absolutely. <laughs> I saw your pictures with Haley Witters. I love her. And I heard she got some big news while she was out there. Yeah. Okay. This was the crazy part. Of course, here at Country Heat Weekly, we live in the streaming world, right? But in our day jobs, we both deal with terrestrial radio, too. So I didn't realize that Haley has never released a song to country radio. Right. And she got the news just before our interview that her first single would go to country radio in June. It's the song that we've got on the Country Heat playlist, Everything She Ain't. Thank you. I'm just like so emotional right now because so many years that, you know, I've been grinding it out in Nashville, waiting for that moment to get the green light to go. And I'm so excited. It's been a long time. So how long have you been at this? Well, I've been in Nashville now for 14 years. So, I mean, I've been doing it for many, many beyond that. But I mean, just like, you know, being in town for that long and really having to like build and develop and grow and hone in on the craft, you know, um, it's been a long journey, but it's just, you know, moments like this just make it so bittersweet, you know, to be able to look back and, and just know that it's here, you know, it feels like in so many ways, this is just starting for me. So she taught me to do that at the end of the song. <laughs> yeah. Like she told us all she wants everybody to clap twice. So it's everything she ain't clap, clap. Yes. Oh, okay. See, I got it. Okay. I'm learning, learning Haley. I'm learning. <laughs> and everything she ain't. I want to make sure that we mention that there is a new Amazon original on the playlist. It's our girl, Brittany Spencer, mm-hmm. who we love doing a cover of Martina McBride's Independence Day. Let the whole Well, we got in our Britney Spencer mention, so we've kept the streak alive. (laughs) Yes, we did. Check. Okay, Luke Combs has a new tune on the playlist called Tomorrow Me that he wrote with songwriting legend Dean Dillon. Y'all, we could do a whole podcast or maybe even a mini movie Mm -hmm. on the story that Luke told us about writing this song. He's got a big suitcase and he's like, hey, I'm supposed to meet up with you guys and give you the suitcase to take on the plane. And I'm like, okay. And so I get it from him and it is so heavy. I mean, it weighs like 150 pounds. So I'm like, what is this, dude? Like, are we about to be drug smugglers right now? What is happening? (laughs) I cannot wait for you to hear this interview. I think we were just sitting here with our like mouths gate open like, what? (laughs) Is this real life? So great. I love that he overshares. Yes. <laughs> Until we can share the full thing, you can go check out that song and all the hottest country tunes by following the Country Heat playlist. You'll find it exclusively on Amazon Music. As we go to break, we're going to give you a chance to guess who said that. We'll read you a quote and you'll guess which country artist said it. The quote is, she's my biggest fan. She's the sweetest girl and still loves to come and dance at all my shows. Who said that? Keep listening and we'll tell you right here on Country Heat Weekly. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage in a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at amazon.com slash instant eraser foundation. Okay, it's time to tell you who said that. She's my biggest fan, but she's the sweetest girl and, and still loves to come and dance at all my shows. Dustin Lynch. He is talking about his mom. We'll talk to more stars about their moms in this week's Burning Question at the end of the show, so keep listening. You know Chris Jansen as the artist behind the popular songs Fix a Drink, Drunk Girl, and Buy Me a Boat, which I have to mention went triple platinum. Nice. Nice work, Chris. But he's also the brains behind some of the hits we know and love, like Tim McGraw's Truck Yeah and Low Cash's I Love This Life. Not everyone can move past the starving artist phase of living in your car and playing in Tootsie's on Broadway for hours on end just to make ends meet. But Chris did it. In 2018, he officially traded Honky Tonks for the Grand Ole Opry when he was inducted as a member. Here to talk about his new album, All In, which includes 16 songs, including the first outside cut he has ever recorded, Chris Jansen. Welcome to Country Heat Weekly. Thank you very much. I'm a fan of the podcast, by the way. Thank you. uh, Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. 16. Talk about All In, man. That's All In. Yeah, all All In was a great, it was a thematic thing that kept coming up. I mean, everybody kept saying, uh, you know, Travis Tritt, would you do a duet with me? Yeah, I'm all in. Okay, great. <laughs> Eric Church, you want to do a duet? Yeah, I'm all in. Um, and then, you know, I put it all in on this album. I mean, I, I wrote 15 of the 16 songs. I was actually living in Florida where you're from. Oh, really? Yeah, was living, I was living on a, there's a county road down there, which I know you know of probably called Highway 38. 38. Mm. So we lived on 38 for a year during the pandemic. We went down on spring break. The week that everything got you know, wiped off the books for us. We were going on spring break with our kids. And so we just stayed in, in our house down <laughs> My there. boss did the exact same thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> literally we, went there for spring break to their beach house. And stayed. And stayed. Same, same. Mm-hmm. So we moved there. We lived there all year until awesome. deer season. Then we moved back here. But anyway, but I wrote most of this album down there. Awesome. Yeah, I wrote most of it over Zoom, which was weird because I was the anti- that guy, I was like, I'm not getting online to write anything. I'm an old school songwriter. I come to Music Road to write my songs. Mm-hmm. I wrote with Eric Church over text message and email and over just getting on the phone and hashing it out. But uh, somehow we got what I think is a great record. So people are really proud of it. I'm proud of it. and It's working. And then how did, you know, that change in your environment obviously change in just life as you knew it. Yeah. How did that affect your creativity during that time? Did it you find wonderful. yourself like more creative? It was yeah. wonderful for me. Honestly, whenever the... I call it the shutdown happened whenever everything just kind of went like this, music business especially. Um, it was good for me personally because for the first couple of days, I was really freaked out and scrambling just like, oh, my God, what are we going to do like right. everybody was? Right. Mm-hmm. Just, <gasps> mm-hmm. But um, 
But I realized it was album cycle time. And so to make an album, you have to have time to do that. And I tour more than a lot of people, a lot of my peers. And so uh, we work a lot. It was a great time to really focus on making an album. And uh, and that's what it did. So I focused on it, went to the drawing board, and it was there was no pressure. There were no real deadlines. And the good news is, too, we, we you know, right at the beginning of the pandemic, we were just kicking off onto a hit single at, with Done, mm. which ended up going to be a two-week number one and, 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 and a really big hit. Like a faded out song on the radio, Done, like the cowboy gets the girl when the credits roll. Thankful for the hit, and I'm thankful for this new album because now we're in a place where we can support it, we can tour around it, and uh, and people can hear it a lot more. Especially being on here, you know, yeah. people are hearing it in a big way, which I, I'm grateful for. So it's been fun. It's been good. Sun is out. Yeah. That means we're getting new summer anthems from yes. Chris Jansen. That's what we're looking for, man. Keys to the country. This Thank is you. what we love. Fix the drink. Buy me a boat. And now we got keys to the country. Tell yeah. us all about the song. It's exactly what you said. It's a summer. It's the song of the summer. I mean, for for the last couple of years, Chris Jansen is the song of the summer guy, and I'm like, like the only song of the summer guy is Don Henley. Okay, <laughs> like the song of the summer guy is Boys of Summer. That's the song right, of the summer right, guy, right? It's a good song. <laughs> it's a great song. So, um, but anyway, when I when they started calling me that a couple of years ago, I was like, I'll take it. I mean, I'm gonna run with anything I can get. Positivity is positivity is positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes people feel good. It's uh, it's good vibes all over again, you know. And um, for those people who say, "Hey, we were waiting on a buy me a boat, good vibes, Chris Jansen summertime anthem, keys to the country," is it? Cause I got the keys to the country, sitting in my day. I know it'll park way out in the dark where the stars shine down so pretty. This album contains the first outside cut. Yeah. That you've ever done, which in business lingo, for anybody who's asking, it's a song that Chris himself did not write. So we would just like to commend you for having aspiring songwriter Eric Church do that for you. (laughs) I just want to say uh, thank you so much. For what people don't know is that she's an amazing bomb publisher, and she she knows the publishing world. So I know that when she says that, she also says it with a good heart, as in a loving spirit. But I would I would like to say that, you know, if Eric Church just keeps it going, he's really going to get there. No, I'm kidding. Look, anybody who lets you bury them in a hole in a shallow grave, acting in a video, oh, we are getting to that. Yeah, like Don't look, you, worry. you must you must be friends. You know what I mean? So um, Eric Church that. Eric Church gave me you me in the river. You know, he sent that to me at random. And it was weird because it was early fall and it was super ominous looking outside and it was dark and it was rainy and it was like hazy and leaves were kind of blowing around. It was, you know, it looked like Halloween kind of. And um, I remember I looked at my phone and it said, hey, uh, this is kind of out there and a little dark, but I just want to see what you think of it. And I don't know why I start whispering, but it's like, that's how I that's, read it, you know? It's, it's, it's Eric Church. I know, I got, real, I got real serious. I'm like, I could picture him in his sunglasses telling me this. And so right. I, I listened to the song, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, that is really good. good. That is really good. Um, so I just texted him back in typical fashion of, of myself, which if you don't dream big, you don't win big. It's, mm-hmm. I'm a belief mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. So you have to literally throw it out there, right? What's the worst mm-hmm. I could say? No. So I said... Hey, I love this. Hey, man, why don't we do a duet? <laughs> you know, and I thought, I thought he probably won't even text back. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm in. So again, all, all in. in, right? All in. So I was like, oh my god, and that's how it happened. But you, me, and the river, whew, like it's a standout on this record. It really is. Hey, buddy.
It's been a minute since we've had a good country murder ballad, so oh, yeah. real happy that you're filling that hole. Yeah, I see what yeah. you did there. Yeah. The murder mystery of it all uh, is really to be burying Eric Church in a hole. Which is was, part of the video. Yeah, you yeah. got to mm-hmm. set up the video. Yeah, so. You kill Eric Church and bury him. Right. So were you actually shoveling dirt onto Eric or was 100%. it like a body double? So, no, it was him. So they, they said, hey, we're ready for you, Chris, you know? And I was like, okay, great. So I hadn't seen Eric in a little bit. I knew he walked off somewhere. I didn't know what he was doing. And I get there and I walk into the woods and we're in a legit woods. Now, look, we're kind of like, we're in like a not so awesome part of Nashville. Like I couldn't even tell you where we were. And all of a sudden it comes to the, you know, the truck in the, in the, in the film. I call it a movie because it's what it is. It's a short film. Um, and so the headlights are coming and I'm walking to the headlights and then there's this hole, this huge shallow grave. And Eric Church is laid in it bound up with um with his feet and hands tied together with rope and and he's like hey buddy and I'm like oh my god <laughs> what did you think when you saw that when i walked up my initial head reaction i was sort of out of body experience i was thinking wow my friend is dead in a hole so i get up there and he's like laying there and his eyes are closed and he goes he goes really really get into it man like really bury me and i'm like no nah. <laughs> did he have sunglasses on he did okay which was great Eric was so kind. You know, that was his idea to do the video. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, in the early stages of cutting it, I was like, I'm just thankful to have Eric Church doing a duet with me. I appreciate the friendship. You know, we also co-wrote a song on the record called Flag on the Wall, but I'm just thankful for that. And I didn't want to be too pushy, but he came to me and was like, hey, we're going to shoot a video for it and I'm going to be in it and it's going to be great. And I'm like, cool, cool win. But in the middle of making a scary movie and it was super dark and smoky and the whole thing, I was sitting across from Eric Church like this and we're like dialed in on each other's eyes, right? And it was like, action. And we both just fell out of our chair because I mean, it's, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, you gotta have that. Like, moment. I can't, I can't look at Eric Church like and take it serious. I mean, he's like, yeah, yeah, looking at me. You know, I think he's looking at me in the glasses. I couldn't really tell, but I was looking at him, and, and it was just this awkward, it's awkward. You know, so oh we God. both we both thought it was awkward. Like, we had to get up and take a drink, and and like just all right, all right, okay, let's get okay. serious. Okay, now we're back in. Yeah. We're back in. Oh my gosh, mm. I love that so much. Okay, mm. so you mentioned earlier how much you love to play live. Yes. To see you live is to see Chris Jansen. To Thank me, you. like hearing your music is incredible. Seeing you live is the complete package, and Thank you. you have so many different festivals that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. You're going to be out pretty much all summer. You know, it's fair and festival season, which is, that's pretty much for anybody. You know, right. uh, that's what you do in the summertime in country music primarily. And uh, then in the fall, we'll go back on another headlining tour. And I think we're going, you know, into arenas and things and that'll be good. But it, live performance for me has always been what, that's what I do. It's a fabric of who I am. I love playing to thousands of people every night and I, I love fans. I mean, without the fans, I have nothing and I love to play live. It's what I've always done. <laughs> Your shows are a ton of fun. I can Thank attest you. as well. Yeah. I can attest as well. The album is called All In. You guys go get it. Stream it on Amazon Music. Send it to a friend, Chris Jansen. So good to see you, man. Thank Thanks. you so much for Thanks coming. I'm going to send it to you too. Thank you. <laughs> We love country music, and we love talking to country music fans. This episode of Fanning Out tells a story of how country music gave a pair of sisters from North Carolina the trip of a lifetime. Come along with me to Napa Valley, where I chat with some fans at Live in the Vineyard Goes Country. You're going to meet my new friends, Bailey, who is there with her husband, as well as Carrie, who won the trip from her local radio station. So Carrie is married, Mm -hmm. but she didn't want to take her husband. (laughs) Nothing (laughs) against him, but she thought a trip to wine country would be the perfect experience to share with her sister, Shannon. 
he was so cool about it. Um, he said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go initially. And I was like, I could take my sister. And he was like, you can take your sister. And so I called her and I was like, so what should I wear? And she was like, don't ask me. I am not the one to give fashion advice for sure. Like, so I was like, well, you're going to need to know because I'm taking you with me. And it was like a total freak out. Yeah. yeah. So it was super cool. Yeah. To make it even better, before she called and asked me, she called my boss and my ex-husband to see if he could take care of my daughter. So they all knew before I did. My boss was like, I've been dying to tell you. I'm so glad she finally told you. I'm like, what do I do? What if I ask her to go? And then her boss is like, she can't go. And I'm like, oh, that would be the worst thing ever. So so I was like, no, um, I have to call everybody first. So I kind of made sure it could happen. And and we haven't been on a trip together besides taking her daughter to Disney. So this is like in all of our sister years, this is our first like our first trip. (laughs) Talk to me about what you love about country music. Oh my gosh, country music. So I started listening to it when I moved to Georgia. It was, there was so much about it that just kind of hit home. It was either a a party good time and you were, you know, enjoying beer with your friends and taking shots, or it was that minute you had heartbreak or, you know, it it seems like no matter where you are in your life, country music has a song. It has a, um, it has something for you to offer. And it's a roll down your windows and crank your radio. And that's what I do a lot. And it just always makes you feel good. Like country music has a way about it to just bring your soul to where you need it to be. It's your church. Amen. Amen. It's your church. Okay. So Bailey, you are the California girl repping, but you love country music. I got to find out how did you come to love country? None of my immediate family likes country. So I don't know how I even came to like be a fan in my younger years, but I will say like, I want to touch on kind of what you're saying. I think it's always been the relatability for me, honestly. I can listen to a breakup song even now, and it takes me right back to a moment when I was heartbroken and at, you know, one of the lowest points of my life. And to just be taken back to that and to experience that amongst artists who are like telling their own stories. And, you know, I was tearing up hearing you talk about this because I was just thinking, I think what's so special about this event in particular is the relatability amongst all of us as guests at this as well, because I have not met a single person that I haven't just felt like good energy from and a good vibe. It is truly like when we say a once in a lifetime experience, I mean, it's just, oh, it's such an honor to be here. And I just, yeah, to be surrounded by like good people. And I think that's the heart of country music too, right? Like I love good vibes, good energy and good people. And that's what I think gravitates my soul to country music. (laughs) Gosh, this is so, you're so well-spoken. That's exactly right. So who pushes all the buttons for you right now? Who are you listening to? to that you go, yes, all the things, this is going to be my person. I am going to love them all the way through their career. Mm, Oh my gosh. That's such a tough question. Uh, Okay. So this was a... This was a special experience for me for a multi-reason because many of those are here for me. I've been a huge longtime fan of Hannah Ellis. Her song, Home in a Hometown, I resonate fiercely with because I'm originally from Denver, Colorado, and I want to make everyone in Denver proud, uh, but California is now home, you know? Who's the OG that got you into country? Who did you listen to? Because like for me, I'm going to say it was Garth was probably the first. So when I listened, I was like, gateway, I'm in. Was there somebody that was your gateway? The 90s countries, girls, you know, oh. Reba, Faye Shania, give it to yes, me, baby. Yes. <laughs> 90s girl power, same for you. Oh, yeah, I absolutely love 90s country as well. I have an, a shirt with Alan Jackson on it that he's in an inner tube and it says um, hotter than a hoochie coochie on it. <laughs> and my, so, so my husband is like, he hates that shirt, but I wear that shirt proud with my cutoff jean shorts. I don't care. 
Well, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. We laid rubber on the Georgia asphalt. We got a little crazy, but we never got caught. Garth, Tim McGraw, God, I can't even think. Jordan Davis, I really love a lot of the new guys. We can't leave out yeah. Miranda Lambert and our ladies right. of country. Like, bring it on home. They're amazing. Uh, Kelsey Ballerini. I know Morgan yep. Evans is here. I was really hoping she was going to show up, but <laughs> she's amazing. I know. Yeah. I was like, if she pops out on stage, that's it. But they're la- we can't get- we can't forget our ladies of country. Oh, like, yep. ladies of country. It's all of the fans that are like you that love country that make my heart so happy that I get to do what I get to do. So thank you. Thank you for loving country like all of us, man. It's awesome. Cheers. Cheers to Live in the Vineyard Ghost Country. I mean, I'm not sure that we got everything in, but we're out of time. So we packed so much into this episode of Country Heat Weekly. I don't think we can ever take two weeks off again. We sure can't. For a while, not for a while at least. (laughs) We've got episodes lined up for the weeks ahead, though, with Midland, TJ Osborne, and Luke Combs. Plus, we're going to be all over CMA Music Fest. Now, we would love for you to take a moment and share this podcast with your country music-loving friends. Just post a link and use the hashtag CountryHeatWeekly. And while you're online, go ahead and rate and review the show. All of that helps us get the word out. We want everyone to know that they're welcome at our country music party. Five Five stars! In celebration of Mother's Day this week, we asked a very open-ended burning question. Tell us about your mom. Maren Morris gave her mom all the credit. She's a hairdresser. And so I grew up in the salon she and my dad own, and she is the reason that I'm a businesswoman. I grew up watching her be such an actual boss, and I feel like I'm a good boss to my band and crew because I had her to mirror it after. We also talked to Jason Aldean. My mom's great. Uh, My parents divorced when I was three, so my mom essentially, you know, was a, a single parent that raised me. And and um, and so my dad, you know, I was with my dad in the summers, but I was with my mom most of the time. I'm a mama's boy for sure. So she was the one that took me to ball practice and never missed a ball game. And so uh, my mom's, she's actually watching my babies right now at home. So she's she's awesome. What do they call her? Uh, Gaga. Gaga. And if you heard episode 17 of Country Heat Weekly, you heard Chris Young talking about his mom, Becky, who was actually a guest on the podcast before her son was. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms in country music, including ours. Country Heat Weekly is a collaborative production between Amazon Music and Nevermind Media. Executive producer is Melissa Locker. Senior producer is Joyce Reiser. Recording engineer, Aaron Dethridge. Sound design by Tim Einenkel. Production assistance from Annie Reuter, Debbie Daughtry, Madeline O'Connell, and Jeremy Chua. Our theme song, Country Time, was written and performed by Mia Byrne with additional music from Madeline McCormack. The Amazon Music team includes Nathan Brackett, Emily Cohen, Chris Graham, Michelle Kammerer, Eliza Mills, Morgan Jones, and Raymond Roker. Development consultant, Michelle Dix. Additional production support from Marley, Steve, Grace, Winnie, Moses, Wicket, Abby, Jake, Osmo, and all the other very good dogs out there. Be sure to follow Country Heat Weekly on Amazon Music or wherever you listen to podcasts so you get the latest episodes just as soon as they drop. 
Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.